Now, delighted to be joined on the RT Rugby Podcast by Ian Henderson. We're here speaking at the launch of Canterbury's New Ireland Rugby Jersey for the World Cup that will be worn in France later this year. The campaign We Go Together encourages fans to come together in support of Ireland at the World Cup. You can buy the jersey at canterbury.com or on Intersport Elveries. Ian, thanks a million for joining us. Looking nice in your in your new threads. Is, is this the point of like a World Cup campaign where the new stash, the new gear starts coming in and you start getting a bit excited? Uh, believe it or not, this is close to our first glimpse at the jersey as well. So, look, I think it's brilliant. Um, a few of the lads have had it on throughout the, throughout the week and... and it's been great to see it coming through. We'll be waiting for, uh, we obviously got our stash there a couple of weeks ago and, and, and I think there'll be another a new block of stash coming through, also being released to the, to the, to the fans a wee bit down the line. How many, how many boxes and closets full of old gear do you have, do you have back at home? Tracksuits and t-shirts and old jerseys? Did, do you get rid of them? Do you do an old clear out of it? Uh, I used to be in most of my stuff's 2XL or 3XL, so <laughs> yeah. a fair few people, a fair few of my friends, it doesn't fit anyone. So the guys who I'm close to, I've got two brothers who'd be a similar size and a handful of other friends, and they're sick of seeing rugby gear, so usually when I bring it back to them, they're like, I don't want it anymore, I can't get <laughs> my brother's missus forever giving out about the amount of stuff lying around their house. But um, no, there's stacks of it in the house, and, and my wife's forever getting me to, to dish it out whenever I can. So if there's any... Innovative people listen to this podcast now. Anyone above six foot five, six foot six that wants to drop you an old, drop you an old, an old message on Instagram exactly. just to hit you up and chance their arm. 100%, 100%. They'll be in luck. My missus will pick it up on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we're into the, the second block now of your, your World Cup camp. What has, what's the difference now in these, these couple of weeks compared to what you were doing in, in the first couple of weeks? We were chatting to Hugo Keenan last week and he was talking about how a lot of it was kind of conditioning game-specific conditioning and things like that. What's the... Do you kind of move on as, as such with the with the preparation in this block? Yeah, obviously obviously the first um, two-week block was... was First week was making sure everyone was in, got back safe, um, weren't going to be any rogue injuries, flying in there with doing anything stupid in the first week. So uh, eased into it, maybe not the right term, but definitely definitely um, cautious coming in that first week. Second week, we got really into the into the... Rugby end of the conditioning stuff, a couple of really tough sessions. Um, forwards got into a good bit of the scrum and mall, um, while the backs were doing some something else, some kicking or something. Don't really know what they were doing. Um, this week as well, it'll be more similar to the second week from the last block. Um, uh, Tuesday today and had a real tough tough session out there. Um, good long rugby specific um, uh, session for 15, 15 on fifteen scrum ball for the forwards as well. So kind of definitely being put through our paces. And then obviously you've got the sort of conditioning and um, gym side of things around that as well to be fitted in throughout the day. And is this going to be the same as the, the previous where two weeks on, a week off? So di- like we're into the middle of this stage just of week one of this block. Is this next week and then you're off for a little bit of time? Yeah, well, the week off is... Uh, uh, a week training on your own. It's not a week off, so we'll be away with the let's, G- let's make that clear. We'll be exactly <laughs> week off is not is not exactly what it was. Your way, we we go back and split into probably smaller groups with uh, our own GPS units and our own gym sessions that we've been given. Uh, most of the guys get away somewhere in, in small groups, and, and we'll do that training together. Um, it's always easier to do put yourself through the paces when someone's with you. So so the guys. As I said, break up into small groups, whoever's nearby, and uh, and get through the block of work that's been handed out. 
Congratulations, by the way, on your your new contract. It was announced, uh, I can't remember, a few weeks ago at this stage. Yeah. Now, you, I presume you're pleased to get it done and dusted. It seemed like one that was taking a while to, to get over the line. Yeah, look, it was, it was kind of... Uh, Towards the start, towards the start, kind of um, it rolled on over Christmas time, and then during the Six Nations, we kind of wanted to put it to the back burner because of the obviously the campaign didn't want any distractions in there. I don't want to be um, going through it in the middle of that, and then obviously it broke my arm at the end of the campaign. So that after I broke my arm, it was kind of kind of on the back burner a wee bit because I wasn't going to play any more rugby. Nothing else was going to change, um, and then after that, it was just formalities. It was kind of. Um, in the pipeline from there, and, and and look, obviously delighted to get it across the line. Looking forward to having a, two more years playing Kingspan, two more years, hopefully having opportunities to pl- pull on the green jersey. And 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 look, yeah, obviously delighted to, to be here until twenty twenty five. Was there any ever doubt or any offers that you were mulling over outside of it? Because you know, your name had been linked with a couple of different things. Yeah, I think almost everything my name had been linked with were was incorrect. I think I'm saying that genuinely. I obviously I had offers from other other places. I had um, kind of a bit of interest. Um, did it get down the line that far with anything? No, not really that down the line. But like, I would say when ninety ninety five percent of international players come for contract, everyone has a, has a bit of interest elsewhere. So so like I've signed on, and, and that's probably probably um, speaks volumes for itself there. Uh, I imagine you kind of hinted at it coming in off the injury. I imagine you were fit to burst coming in the coming in the doors here a few weeks back after the way the season ended for you with the broken arm. Yeah, look, um, it was frustrating. Obviously, it, it was um, that itself was um, was painful enough um, uh, mentally, um, but then uh, potentially uh, there was the chance that I was going to get back the end of the season, um, and obviously. We lost a, a a very well performing Connacht side up up at the up at Ravenhill and and that was frustrating. Um, there was a chance I was going to get back at the end of the season or for a few games towards the end. If we had have continued going and my rehab had him continue going well, but look, it cut, got, cut, <coughs> got cut short, and that's the way it is. I guess the way the way the dice fell and 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 after that had happened, we had a bit of a regrouping session as players and. And got round each other and and trained hard for another good few weeks in in Ulster and and then um, a few of the guys were getting married so they had summers to enjoy. There's there's um, bigger things to worry about in in general life than than sitting around moping about. But the guys have been back in at Ulster working hard. They've definitely um, gone through a, a decent block at the minute and and I know that that. that um, the guys that were involved throughout last season will will be using um, what happened towards the end of the season as motivation going forward. I imagine it's a, a difficult mental challenge. Like I, I remember speaking to you at the URC launch last season and you were coming back off the hand and thumb injury uh, during the Six Nations. I spoke to you again and unfortunately the team was around coming back from injuries and, and here we are again during that kind of difficult couple of seasons have you done a lot of work on actually just the mental side of dealing with the day-to-day frustrations yeah like i am um, it probably it's it uh starts out worse and it gets easier after you get injured um uh, that might sound obvious but the moment it happens it's probably the darkest for me and um, after that when i as soon as i leave the stadium or wherever i've been injured and get home that's probably the after that, the the worst is done for me. Um, 
get home, you just see the kids say, I've no idea about rugby. They don't even understand what I got injured. And Freddie, my son, asked me if I wanted a plaster for my arm. Um, <laughs> That'll do the trick. Yeah, something <laughs> fractured and <laughs> he was looking to give me a plaster. Um, there obviously is a huge, huge mental aspect of it that, that um, uh, you probably learn through time. Um, the frustrations that it brings, the kind of the, op- the missed opportunities that it brings, the kind of uh, the, the frustrations come from both sides of things. Wanting to be involved um, while your teammates are going, um, wanting to be involved while your teammates are, are, are going well is obviously really tough, but also kind of feeling that you would have wanted to be out there to try and help them is tough as well. So, so it is a bit of a mixture of emotions and, and, uh, I don't think anyone's experience going through injury is, is really the same as anyone else's. It's all very personal. Um, but like I said, as soon as I get home, get back to my family, that probably sorts me out rightly. And finally then, this is your third World Cup training camp, 2015, 2019, and, and now into now. What do you think you've learned over those those various camps that you're, anything in particular you're kind of using this time around that maybe 2015, 2019, I didn't do this or I did too much of this? Um, well, I've just mentioned in there to, to a handful of other guys. I think this this um, World Cup preseason, this World Cup camp has been, there's been prior to, to it starting, there was a fair bit of, of input um, by players and, and, and Faz had asked for that and he had asked players just to, to what we wanted, what we wanted to fix in the last one, what, we, what we've thought before has worked well. So, so it's, it was a bit of a collaboration um, throughout all the staff to, to come up with this program, and 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 it's been exciting to be a part of. What's been different from from last World Cup? I, I feel like we are concentrating a lot more on rugby. At the end of the day, we're all rugby players. We want to be good at rugby, and yes, you need to be in good physical condition for that. But at the bottom bottom line is, if you can't play rugby, you can't know something. You can't play rugby well. You're not going to win a World Cup, and that's something that we wanted to take away from. Um, from previous World Cups in terms of the camp to ensure it was a lot more rugby orientated and, and that was definitely taken on board and and the emphasis on uh, is definitely very much on rugby rather than conditioning um, albeit we're still doing a fair bit of con- conditioning within the rugby um, but like it, it's it's been great to be a part of and, and um, it definitely feels more progressive than previous World Cups. Well, Ian, thanks a million for joining us. We look forward to seeing you back out on the pitch in the, the warm-up games in a few weeks' time. Uh, thanks for speaking to us on the RT Rugby Thank podcast. you very much. Cheers.